And once we get that right, which is for me the most important thing, that they have, first of all, respect. The second one is commitment. The third one, passion. Those three ingredients are non-negotiable. Welcome into the Non-Negotiables podcast. I'm Gavin and I'm here tonight with Pascal. Paz, how you doing, mate? What's up, Gav? How's it going? Good. Uh, a lot better for that last second winner from Deckers. I uh, I was starting to lose faith that that was going to come. You know, um, there was a part of me that that felt it might do, but then I thought to myself, we can't. It can't be another late winner. You know, there's a part when you just think it's not going to happen. It's it it can't it can't keep happening. But we, uh, yeah, that I think that changes the whole pod, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, it changes it changes everything. It changes it changes your entire mood now for the rest of the week it because does. it was. Let's be fair. That was going to be a really poor result. I think you know Obviously, dropping yeah. dropping points there would have been really. And I know Liverpool have already done it. And it's a tight pitch. Like, didn't it just feel to you that game was all played in like three square feet? Um, and they, you know, they obviously, they're doing what they can. They need an equaliser and their equaliser was kicking the fuck out of anything that moved in a bright yellow shirt. Yeah, yeah. And um, it, it looked like a five-a-side game in terms of how tight it looked like, you know, when they were doing a training session because it was so tight, that pitch. Um, but it was um, was Kenilworth Road where they used to play. Mm-hmm. It was the same yep. stadium, right? When we used yep. to play the Drastic Plastic. Yep. Right. It, it it just looks different, a little bit different with grass. But then I guess I haven't seen that stadium. Yeah, for I a mean, long it's time. been it's been what twenty thirty. It's been thirty years since they've been yeah. they've been up. Yeah. So. Yeah. But it was um, it was just an old fashioned, you know. Um, yeah, ground you go to and, uh, you know, like if you're playing a Stoke or someone like that, these are the games that uh, can test you. And it definitely did. Yeah, they turned it into a scrap, didn't they? I think they were, they were trying to do that from from early on. Um, and I think they did. One one thing I'll say, the team selection, I thought he got it a little bit wrong tonight. Um, I thought Zinchenko should have played. I think not playing Zinchenko was was a, a really stupid idea, actually. Um and I thought both fullbacks struggled. Ben White did really well for the goal, but I didn't think he had a very good night. I thought both of our fullbacks really struggled in a game where I think we really needed them because of how condensed that pitch was getting. Yeah, I mean, um, obviously we discussed this. I I wasn't against Zinchenko not playing, to be honest. I, I thought it was probably coming because, um, you know, I, I agree with you. It wasn't awful. Uh, against Wolves I don't think he was but I think uh, we saw what I've said before about him and I know we're at odds on that but I think just defensively it just seems to be a time when he switches off he did switch off a few times in that Wolves game and then I know after 60 minutes I don't know what happens with him but he doesn't seem to be that uh, defensively seems to to lose his way a little bit I know that's just him that's just how he is but I actually now looking back with hindsight, it's easy to do that. It was actually for me not a bad idea bringing him on um, rather than starting him because I think also you have to manage his games, Zinchenko. I I, I don't think he's a player that can play every single game. Well, we are uh, so much of him too. Pats. It's not like he just plays left back; he plays all over the pitch. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree with that. But um, 
But I think with Tommy Asu, we weren't really doing the inverted thing. And it was still working okay. No, but um, you're, you're, you're telling it. He, he's not doing that because he feels like it. Do you know what I mean? Like, he's not wandering into midfield because he feels like it. He's, he's doing that because Arteta is telling him to do it. Of course, you're not going to tell Tommy Asu to do that. Tommy Asu isn't the same player as he yeah, He's not close I, to I, the same I, quality on the ball. I, I don't disagree with what he offers from an attacking entity. I've, I've got the wrong, but I think if you can't, you can't assemble a team against Luton without Zinchenko, then you can't challenge for the title. You have to be able to assemble your team accordingly with Champions League games that we just had. We just had a game on the weekend. Then we have a game on Tuesday. And Zinchenko, all those players, is like a Gabby Jesus. He's like... Uh, not not as bad as party, of course, but he is a player that can get injured quite a bit. So you have to yeah, manage would, his minutes. I would agree. I would agree with that. I just thought tonight was going to be a challenge that we needed yeah. him for because I just thought we needed to we needed a bit more technical quality on the pitch. I didn't want to see it turn into what it turned into for long parts of that game, which was a lot of whacking the ball up in the air and chasing after it. Um, and I, I didn't want to see it turn into maybe, that. You know, maybe what some of his thinking was perhaps. Aerial threat from Luton. I think that was part of it. You know. I think that was part of it. Getting another mm. centre back in there, and Zinchenko is very good in the air, but he's mm. not six foot. You know, he's five foot no. nine. So I, I think that was probably part of it, which is kind of ironic since we conceded from corner. <laughs> <laughs> and, well, what well, one Jesus was marking the player, so that yeah. does kind of <laughs> meet the uh, the height. Right, that that meets the height argument. But um, yeah, I know what you mean. There was um, yeah. Yeah, it was. Um, but I mean, overall, I just I, I think it was just a game we needed to win. And again, we've pulled it out of the bag. And I really this team, man, this team, I know what happened at the end of last year, but this team just don't give up. They keep going. We get so many late winners. And I really think there's something special with this team. Yeah. Yeah. And a lot of late winners that are headers as well. So maybe that kind of um, plays into the height aspect of things. Um but also, you know, let's let's be honest. I think a lot of people, us include, I would say, is that Rice could be that difference between winning a title this season and not winning it last season. And he showed that today, not only because of his performance, but he scored the goal. So it kind of is fitting that it's somewhat that he was the one to score that because I feel he's something that adds that little bit extra in that midfield, which we've been missing. Um Again, superb. But um, yeah, we, there is something about this team. But it's not even this season. Last season, we were scoring yeah. late as well and winning games. So there is something in this team which is drilled in to just keep going. Uh, yeah, you, you have that. to do. You have to do that. And I, I think we should send another hundred million over to West Ham because I, I feel <laughs> like we went through the self checkout and only paid for like half of what we got. Yeah. Absolutely. I think, I, 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 in fact, you could probably say he's priceless at this point because there is, um, there's some, I think it's not only, uh, of course, his, his ability, but it's mentality as well. He's just su- such a good mentality to, to the game. He works hard, but he has a winning mentality. Um, um, that's something that you know Arteta was, was really honing in on when he wanted him. Well, especially because we were losing Xhaka as well, right? As, I yeah, mean, yeah. Justin Justin hit on this big time. I know Justin was really worried about the vacuum that losing Xhaka was going to leave um, in terms of leadership, especially on the pitch. You know, we've got we've still got a very young team, so he was he was you know just was banging on about that, and I think I think Rice basically fills that gap that that Xhaka had. 
he fills two gaps, doesn't he? If you think about it, he's filling Shaka um, in terms of dynamism um, and he's filling party. <laughs> so he's kind of so good as as in that midfield role. We all know that the eight role is not for him, but he can do it. And that's just how good he is. He's a six and an eight. Um, but, you know, today was just a, a microcosm of of what is what I feel is changing for this team, especially in that midfield. And also, you, you're right, the football wasn't great, but I thought towards the end when we were just pressing them completely, we were getting our game together there. They just could not get out. They could and Erdegaard, not get out. I thought Erdegaard was absolutely sensational Brilliant. in that last 15 Brilliant minutes. Brilliant cross. Absolutely yeah. sensational. Like, he just he doesn't give the ball away. He never gets flustered. There was a bit where they cleared from a corner, and he had someone just chasing him and closing him down. And he was the only one back because we were leaving yeah. him on the edge of the box. I was about to mention that. And and rather than turn and whack the ball back in or whatever, he just drops the shoulder, faints one way, goes the other way, and the guy's left on the floor. He's yeah. just, he's so class. And he keeps the ball in situations where you think it's not possible. There's three players around him and the ball is glued to his toe as he works his way through. It, it really, I thought he was... I thought he had a, a bit of a quiet game for a lot of tonight because a lot of what he did was really deep, really deep. He was coming back mm. almost into the back line at times to get the ball um, because that's what he was, you know, without Zinchenko, I think that forces him to drop drop a lot deeper to get the ball. Um, and I, I, I just, I thought he was doing a lot that was going unnoticed, really. But I thought that last 15 minutes when, like you said, we had him pushed right back, I just thought he was sensational. I thought he really came alive. No, I, I, I 100% agree. Uh, I also, you know, uh, I think Flowers are going to be sent to Jesus. I mean, he was absolutely... I thought Saka was, Saka was really good as well. Saka, as well I tonight. thought Harvard's um, had probably his best game that I've yeah, seen him play. Yeah, and it, it's funny because, you know, at, at 3-3, you're sitting there and it's, it's it feels like a defeat, right, at 3-3. Mm. And, and I don't think we played... I don't think we were great, but I thought everyone played reasonably well. It's a very weird feeling that I've got about this game. Yeah, which you know I mean you let's might be fair, on. we were we were let down a little bit in one by position. A goal from a corner and then two goalkeeping errors. Yeah. And that has made the score line look a lot different to what it should have it probably should have been three one walk off go home. But instead of that we've needed a last minute winner because basically we've the goalkeeper's thrown two in his own net. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I I agree with you. I think from an attacking midfield entity, we we look good. We look quite you know on it. Um, I, uh, I I was I, I I'm I'm really happy. It's incredible what that goal has done for Harvard's the one about Brentford because now you're seeing him making those runs yeah. um, into the box, which was a prime example for the 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 goal that Jesus laid on for him. But he's making those runs. It's with confidence. It's with assurance. Um, which was really good to see. But he looks yeah, like he's I, going with more purpose as well than he has in yeah. that midfield. Just the way he's moving and the way he's laying the ball off, he yeah. he really does look like he's like he's going about everything with a little bit more gumption than he had before. I agree. There's a lot more drive, and um, I I I just I, I feel that you know we've come out of the game that given we we've let in three goals, which is always disappointing, especially with our tight defence. Um, but we've come away most importantly by getting four, and um, and I, I just I just feel like you said it's it's a tough place to go. My I what what I would have come out with it with three three was like exactly what you mentioned 
poor result, but I couldn't tell when I say it was a poor performance. Um, and then I was also thinking, you know, we've got Villa away coming up. We've got Liverpool away. You know, those are the places where we could drop points. So this is not the place you want to be dropping points. You want to take a win and, uh, yeah, we did it. Um, but uh, I, I'm, I, I have to admit, I did. Uh, there was a, my neighbours were not too happy with the last goal after all the shouting. <laughs> yeah, my, my my dogs were uh, my dogs were slightly scared. I had two yeah. uh, two scared ninety pound dogs going. What the fuck? Yeah, you I know, know. I know, yeah, I it know. Was, it was it was desperately needed though. Um, I don't want to touch on this for too long, Pass, because I think it's a moot point. But I know you had something to say on this. David Raya has, has had a bit of a mare tonight. Um, Arteta didn't substitute him. What you know. He, he didn't. He didn't pull a goalkeeper. But didn't Arteta say he would substitute? <laughs> I don't think there is a point zero 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 one chance of Aaron Ramsdale starting in goal on Saturday. Um, David Rye is the number one. Aaron Ramsdale isn't going to start. David Rye could have this performance again ten times in a row, and he's still going to be the number one. Um, I know you were talking about it before we come on air, so so go ahead. Well. You know, I, I, I can't speak for Aaron Ramsdale. He can speak for himself. But if I were him, if he's not to start, I know this sounds, I don't mean, I don't mean to sound hyperbolic, but if he does not start in the next game, which um, is Villa away, right? Yep, Saturday. Um, then I would hand in a transfer request because the way I would look at it from his angle, if he isn't already looking at it like that, which is fair as well, would be it's not a meritocracy anymore. He's made his mind up. There is no way on this planet I can make it be number one again. There's no chance because that performance by Riot was not good enough. And if Ramsdale had adopted that performance, which he has not, to be fair to him, in I can't remember any game where he's made that many errors that have led to goals. I know he's made errors, but not that many in one game. If Ramsdale had done anything close to that, you would have had a, 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 a an angry Arteta face and, and he's dropped. So I, I really feel that if, you know, I I don't want to comment on that situation too much. It's the manager's choice. Can't It's difficult to go hard on, on the manager and the team when we're winning and we're doing what we're doing. But I would say from his from his angle, you have to think then that's it. He's absolutely, no matter what Arteta says after that about he's a top class keeper, we want to keep him, what, keep him on the bench? That's what you want to keep him for? He's off. He's absolutely gone. Yeah, I think I think we have to keep him till the end of the season. I don't think we've got a choice. Um, I agree. Yeah, just just because like if we sell him and Simon Cameron to Raya, what can you do? We can't get. I don't think we can get the requisite cover for Raya in in January. Do you know what I mean? Like you'd be looking at, especially now, like Nick Pope's got last year. Man United loaned Dubravka. You remember that they loaned Dubravka because they needed cover. He's not there. I mean, what are we going to do? We're not going to go pay David De Gea three hundred grand a week to sit on the bench. So if you can't get the, the the requisite cover in, he he can't go. He's going to have to wait until until June. You see, my my thing to you, Gav, is look, putting Ramsdale aside, but don't you think it would also send a message to Raya that look, you might be number one at this moment in time, but when you slip up like that or you make mistakes like that, you're not guaranteed. And I I feel that if he does not do that, knowing that Ramsdale is there. Then I feel that also could uh, there could be an element of complacency in Raya's mind, especially when a inferior goalkeeper is his second after Ramsdale leaves. So I, I think you have to also set a tone and say you've got to do better. 
You've got to do better. Listen, I, I think clubs should have a number one and I think they should have a backup. And I don't think you can drop your number one just because he drops a couple of clangers, right? That's that's the first thing. The fact that I like Ramsdale and it's Ramsdale sitting on the bench doesn't change my mind about that. Right. My issue with this the whole way along has been that Arteta did not tell the truth at any point. I Personally, I just think he should have just started Raya the very first game that he was available for. He should have started him and he should have come out and he said, David Raya is now my number one. And and there you go. All this is put to bed. The fact that he didn't do that, the fact that he kept pretending there was a competition, that's what causes all this shit. I, I have no problem with a goalkeeper making a couple of errors. It happens, right? It, it does. It happens. And I've got no problem with him starting again on Saturday. But there is no competition here. Right, there isn't, and I just, I just think he's created this mess that he didn't need to make. I think had this been, had this been 1996, and David Seaman threw two in his own net, we wouldn't be sitting here going, "Well, is Alan Miller going to start next week?" No, do you know what I mean? We wouldn't. So this is a situation that's been created by Arteta keeping Ramsdale when he should have sold him. And I get we got Raya very late in the window and maybe there wasn't chance to get, again, the requisite covering. You can't have fucking Runison sitting on a bench. So so I get that that maybe plays a part in it. Maybe he just had no choice. And this is how he's decided to keep Ramsdale's spirits up by doing this. But when you lie like this, it doesn't take long for you to get figured out. Do you know what I mean? Like I, I, You can only buy into that for so long. Um, so I've got no problem with Raya starting again. I just wish that the liars hadn't really have taken over because I think that's the cause of the cameras keep panning to Ramsdale is because they're waiting to see a reaction to see if he thinks he's going to get back in next week. And I think if, if it was made clear from the get-go that Raya was the number one and Ramsdale was the number two, I don't think we'd have this much drama, basically. Yeah, no, I, I, I can understand that. I, I, my only... Um... My only concern is is that uh, I, I, well, there's a few concerns, but my concern is, is Raya, like, if you think of the teams that have won the league over the last, it's Liverpool, Man City, right? Mm-hmm. They both got on, you know, on their day to world-class goalkeepers. Um, it's been, they it's been a mistakes. long time since a, since a team's won a league without one really i mean i'm, and, I'm and, thinking back we had we had david seaman you can say jens Lehmann maybe wasn't the best mm. the man united teams had schmeichel there was van der sar you nice. can't argue what they are there was petacek when he was good at chelsea um edison and allison obviously so you've got these you know most teams do have a goalkeeper that's let's be fair a different class to raya and i said this about ramsdale by the way at the end of last year that i thought mm. there was going to be a time where we'd need to upgrade ramsdale i don't have a problem with upgrading ramsdale i just don't think we've done that and even if you think we have i don't think it's by enough and i do and my worry here is now that canna and canna and arteta were very quick to jump on the chance to get Raya, right? When it when it come up. Like they knew they went and got him. That was that. I do wonder if they would be that quick to replace Raya. Because they seem to have this idea of Raya in their head that no one else has. The two of them, they think he's Lev Yashin with Pele's ball skills. It it seems that way. So mm. I personally I think we I think this team can win the league with Raya or Ramsdale in goal. I think we can. But I do think he can definitely be improved upon, and I'm not sure that they would want to do it. Yeah, yeah, I, 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 I do that. That would just be my concern. Is that you know, I, I, I felt, I felt we didn't really have a problem initially last season with Ramsdale, but 
I know Raya's someone that he's always admi- liked. So what can you do? Yeah, I, I just, I mean, I, I already, I just think Raya's too small to play in goal, basically. Mm. And I think that second goal showed you that he's too small to play in goal. I, I just don't think he's big enough to play at the top at the top level. I think you you've got to be six foot three, six foot four, and he's just he's not. He's six he's six foot. I mean, he, he ain't any bigger than that. I think he they might put him down as six two. He ain't six two. So he's not commanding enough. I think. That's just how it. That's just how it is. But anyway, let's get back to the good vibes because I think today yeah. is is really yeah. all about the the good vibes because winning in the last minute like that, it's such a big boost when you when you do that. And I know last year we had a few of them and people saying, "Is it too emotional? Are there too many of these last minute wins?" Well, first of all, I don't think you can have too many last minute winners. <laughs> I'll take thirty eight of them, please. Um, yeah. But I just. Do you feel this year, I know we felt it last year at times, but this year I think there's more of a belief, right? Like last year, last year all the way along we're saying, well, we're top, but we know Man City are coming. This year I really think we can win this title. I really do believe it. And I don't think I really believed that at any point last season. Well, I'm not one to to quote Gary Neville. Uh, he's never really someone that I, I look to in terms of uh, top-class punditry, but he did say something that was quite interesting about Arsenal, and he said he tips Arsenal, and a lot of it, he feels they've, there's, there's, there's been, they've learned from that run last year. They've well, I think you have from... to, right? Like, like yeah. before Man United yeah. started all that dominance, they went close the year Leeds won a title, right? Yeah. And this, before Chelsea started winning titles, they were runners-up to us man liverpool. city yeah liverpool will run us up to man city before they did it. it it's i think sometimes as a team you need that experience of going close and not quite getting there and then the next time you get there the pressure is different right it's a different pressure to, it's a different it's a different pressure i think you know if you've got if you've got areas that you know you failed in it's easy then to work on that. And I think this is maybe what Man City might find this season. I know they haven't found it up until now, but they might find this season. Where's Where do we need improvement? Because we won the league, we won the Champions League, we won this, we won that. Where do we need improvement? We know where we need improvement. Arteta has already identified one key area midfield that we needed uh, improvement. But there's also how we apply ourselves in, ga- in games, how we handle games, how we play games out. Etc. So I think that experience of the running that we had, one gave us belief that we're in it, which is great. But now this season, it's also where do we improve on where we missed out on last season? And you can already see, I think by this point, have we lost only one game? I don't remember if at this point we'd lost one game, but we've lost one game. Yeah, we lost at Old Trafford, didn't we? Remember? And then we, we lost went, win, 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 win. And then the, and we were actually, this was. I think this is a game more than we had before the break last year, right? I think mm. the I think last I think thirteen was when we broke for the World Cup, so we'd broken at this point for the World. That's Cup. That's a good point. Yeah. So if you think about it, we're we I, I do see something a bit different to what I saw last year. We 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 I feel that one one is we've already spoken about it. We've beaten we've beat Man City, which is a big key to it. But we've uh, I think barring Spurs. We beat Man United, wouldn't say they're anywhere near the top four or anything like that, but still a club that can cause us problems. I just think we've looked more equipped. And when we played away, Palace, we had 10 men. I think beating, Brentford, City, not has, easy. beating City at home was such a big hurdle 
It's a big us. hurdle. You know, it, it is. And mm. we sat here before the start of the season, and, and I think we all said, I'm glad Manchester City is at home first, because I think if we'd have gone away and got tanked, then it then it really does throw you into disarray. We had to get over that hump. Our best, play, uh, best place to do it was going to be at home. So I'm glad that City game came when it did. I'm glad it came at home, because I just, I, I feel the belief is different this year. Last season, it was more, it was more hope than expectation. This year, the expectations there, and I think the players have that expectation too. And and you know, going through a summer where we've not made any big changes in terms of outgoings, uh, besides Shaka, but there's not been any of our star players that have left. There hasn't been any replenishing of areas where um, we've lost players, um, key players. Um, you no, know, Shaka, I put aside from that, but Saka renewed his contract. Saliba renewed his contract. So uh, Martinelli, uh, Odegaard. Uh, Odegaard. So that continuity is also really important. So there wasn't, you know, after that, um, I know you don't rate that, that season overly highly for Arsenal, but that 2008 season where we had Haleb and all of those guys, we lost Flamini, didn't we? Not that you were a big fan of him, but there was that defensive midfield area that was pretty crucial yeah. for us in that season. There was time when we lost Fabregas, Nasri in one summer. We, we never really had con- continuity. And I think we're seeing that with this team, that there is a continuity from last season and not just that, but strengthening then. I think of this, is the, player like Rice. this is the belief though, Paz, right? Because I think mm. back then, none of those players believed we could do anything. Right through that mm. whole era from Fabregas is a little bit different just because of where he went, because he went back to Barcelona. But Nasri, Adebayo, Clichy, Calamity Clichy, I was glad to see the back of him. But yeah. they all went to Man City. Sanya went to Man City. Van Persie left. Those players all left thinking that we could never achieve anything. Now Declan Rice is joining us because of what we that's can achieve. Yeah, and I think that's, that's a big, big difference. Really good point. And, you know, Van Persie had one amazing season and lo and behold, left after that one amazing good season. So once his value had come in and the demand was there and he was injury free, he wanted to get out. And he obviously, as we know, that infamous scathing um, announcement that he made about where we were going as a club. Um, We're not seeing that now. We're seeing a team it's unusual besides Ozil you could probably argue but it Rice was someone that was highly in demand was 24 peak of his like he's not even reached his peak yet but you know uh, absolute athlete wanted by the champions uh, I mean I've got I, I don't even know what they would be like if they had him now yeah um, I know. I was, yeah. I was, I was thinking that before. I just, I, they'd be unstoppable. I think if they, Absolutely. if they had him as well. Absolutely. And um, we've come in and got him, and I, I just feel all of that adds to this, this kind of fusion, um, which would make me think that that we we have a great shot this year for the yeah, league. I mean, I, I tipped so. them. I, I, I didn't, didn't I tip them for the league? No, I didn't, did I? I think you did. did. I think I did tip them for the league. You tipped them for the Champions League. Yeah, we're still still both both equal on that. I think. Yeah, I think you and Justin both said we'd win a title, and I I said I I didn't. I said I I tipped us for the Champions League, and I didn't think we'd be able to win both. That's Mm. why I went for uh, actually us finished third behind uh, behind City and Liverpool. But you know, I do. I think we're good. I think we're good enough to win something this year for sure. And that game today, you know, it's a different way of winning. 
Um, and it was a it's a game that doesn't, you know, like I said, the scoreline isn't really reflective of the game because I think had we not have given away that stupid second goal, mm. we would have just knocked that game, knocked that ball around and really closed that game out, I think, had that not happened. But because that happened, and then obviously we can see the third one straight after, all of a sudden it changes the game entirely, right? So this has ended up being a game that we really haven't seen this season. We've seen a couple of late winners, but we've not seen this, us chasing a game like this this season. It's the first time we've seen it with this group. Chasing game. Uh, what about uh, uh, Chelsea? <clears throat> yeah, the when we come back from two down. Yeah, I yeah. guess that is. Yeah, I guess that is. Uh, yeah, that is the only other time. But I was you know. I was just thinking of that right now, just by sheer coincidence, um, because that was also another game which I think is a little bit different to perhaps what we'd seen over past seasons, where we were two 0 down and playing not very well at all. That was. Uh, and to still come out of that game with, and even perhaps winning it as well, all these type of things that are happening and results that are coming in uh, really add to this feeling that we are we're in a different place. And I mean, beating Brentford away was no. I, I mean, I, I say again, that was a tough game to go and win. I think this game was tough, I, but I, I do see something very different. Wolves, you you can tell me, but. Um, you know, but games where we've been cruising at 2-0, the other team gets let in. We've seen it before, mm-hmm. but we've also seen them get a second as well. That And that was never fun. even in. I mean, people tried to make more drama of that game than it was. There was never actually a minute where we were threatened after they no, scored. They, they, we, there wasn't. We, were, we were completely in control, a bit like the end of the Man City game, where after we scored, you're thinking, oh, we're going to be hanging on. And we we really weren't. Um, so that's but that's, that's where the difference is, isn't it, Gav? Because mm-hmm. psychologically, we're so used to that being the case. We're so used to not being able to close games out. We're so used to the team being let back in by stupidity and then us capitulating. But that's not. I don't see that this season. Yeah, no. this was. I think this was a. I, I think this was just a freak result in terms of them scoring three goals. I agree. With yeah, you I, that. I, yeah, I, I think I, so. I'm not going to see that every week. No, no, I don't think so. I think it, it was a bit, it was just a bit of a weird game that got turned by a couple of weird errors. Yeah. And talking psychologically is interesting because, you know, one of the things last year, I think that really fucked with our heads a lot is mm. Man City were constantly playing before us last year. Constantly. It was always them edging closer or edging back and then us having to go again. This This week, we are going first, right? So we've opened up the gap. And yeah. now Man City have got to go to Villa and get something. Liverpool, I mean, Liverpool should win, but who the fuck knows with, with Liverpool? That, that game that we just had, Liverpool have that game every week. Mm. Um, but but with, with Man City, last year it was them firing the shots and other, us having to respond. This, is, this puts a very different dynamic on it. Yeah, I, and, and again, goes to my point earlier, there's just things that are happening that are just a bit different. Um and I um that that that's that's so true. I think with um games where we have to I mean the um the game where Liverpool um the one where we could when we when we went top um was uh, which game was that? Just remind me, was that the game um it was it wasn't the Wolves, was it the Wolves game that we went top? Oh or... yeah, when we yeah, when we went last season. 
No, no, no. This, this season. season. When did we go top? Was it Wolves game or was it the game before? No, it was the game before, wasn't it? It was before Wolves. Yeah. So that's right. So Man City and um, Liverpool dropped points because they played each other, right? Yeah, they drew. So we then had the chance to go top. We took that without, you know, we took, I, 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 memory escapes me which team it was. It was Brentford, um, wasn't it? It was Brentford. Brentford there you go, Brentford. We went top. Then, like you said, the following weekend, we're the ones uh, have, could, uh, with the possibility to extend the lead because we played on the Saturday. We did that. And then men Today, dropped again, points. Yeah. Today, again, chance to extend it. We took it. Yeah. So it, it's all lining up nicely. We've still got loads, long, long way to go. But oh, yeah. I would say up until now, I, there's not really many complaints from me. This goalkeeper situation is worrying, but... But as a team, we're as together I, as you know. I'm not too. I, I'm really not too worried. You're not too bothered about we that. We don't. We just don't concede that many chances. And you know, we spoke here the other day mm. that when we concede goals, almost all of them are from an individual error. Not not like oh, we could have defended better in that way. It's Zinchenko with a stupid pass across the back line. Yeah. It's Raya coming out and getting underneath a cross or letting one under his body. It's Saka playing that back pass against Fulham 10 yards short. It's Jorginho getting hung up on the ball against Spurs. Mm. They're stupid individual errors. They're, they're little minute snapshots in game. We're not getting pulled apart. We're not getting moved out of position. I just think those those errors do happen from time to time. We seem to be getting punished for them a lot. You know, other teams will have will, have, will do that and they'll miss or whatever, but... We we seem to get punished from a lot, but that that's where it comes from. So I'm not that worried about it. I don't think these errors are. So, I don't think Raya's going to be throwing two in his net every week. Put it that way. Like I'm sure if he plays against Villa, which he will, and I'm sure he'll be absolutely fine. He's not going to go throwing one in his net at, at Villa. He says Touchwood. Um, but yeah, so I'm not. I'm really not concerned about it. I think we've been solid enough this season, and I think we'll go back to being solid enough. I think this is one of them results where we're going to look back at the other season and we're going to go, "Fuck me, that four three. Do you remember that? That was mad." Mm, yeah, yeah. I, 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 I'm just. Um, I think it's. I, I just feel in a general sense. Also, what I would like to say is that our squad is being used pretty well. Uh, I think today, yes, I agree with you. Zinchenko coming on made a difference. But the fact is, Zinchenko's now played less less minutes today. Mm-hmm. We've come out of it. And so... Kivio's got some more minutes, as much as I don't think he's a fantastic left-back. But yeah. he has got some more minutes. And at some point, Big Gabby is going to have to take a rest at some point. And Kivior, we don't want to throw Kivior in, having not played for four months. Yeah, Harvards didn't play over the weekend. He 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 wasn't starting over the weekend. Trossard started mm-hmm. today. Harvard starts, scores. Um, we I think we're utilizing our squad a little bit better, and we have had injuries. We've had to adopt uh, adapt to that. Um, and, and I think Arteta's using it well, right? Because he's not making he five and six. I mean, I see these people on on Twitter. Oh, it's Luton, so we can make seven changes. It's Luton. Um, look at what just happened, right? You can't yeah. make seven changes because Premier League, you can't, man. You can't, you can't in the Premier League. You can't, but you can you can move one or two in. You know, this week it's this week it's Zinchenko. Obviously, Ben White coming in for Tommy Asu was kind of enforced, but maybe 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 at Villa Park, Zinchenko starts and Tommy Asu comes in at right back if he's fit. If not, Ben yeah. White stays. Zinchenko comes back in. 
you know, I, I personally, I can see Georgia. We'll we'll do the Villa podcast later in the week, but I can see maybe Jorginho coming in in midfield for that one and Havertz dropping back down to the bench again. Um, that wouldn't surprise me if if that happened. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if Trossard got a start in front of Martinelli at some point over the next mm. couple of weeks as mm. well. I think that's due. Um, quick one on on Martinelli. Actually, it was good to see him scoring. Um, we were saying last week we desperately need him to get back amongst the goals again. Him and Jesus getting a goal tonight. That's um, that's important stuff. I think for us, we we have to get these players firing, and tonight they were. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, even though it was clattered, um, uh, yeah. same with um, uh, Saka as yeah. well. From we start to finish, I don't know what it took to get a fucking booking. Unbelievable. The ref was, I thought he was pretty appalling today, to be honest. But, um, you know, he was clattered. But Martinelli getting on the score sheet, yeah, again, speaks to the fact that we can take that position where Martinelli has taken off and not be too scared to take Martinelli off. Well, I believe we were drawing at that time, if, if memory serves me correctly. Yeah. So, um, you know, there's this element where we are able to make these decisions, um, even though a player did score and still feel pretty comfortable that we can come out of that game and win. Um, so, yeah, I'm uh, great to see Martinelli amongst the goals. He's a, he's he's such an important pay, player and sometimes maybe people don't realise yeah. how important he is on that left. Yeah. All right, mate. Well, I would say uh, uh, loads of positives tonight overall. Yeah. I mean, I know a lot yeah. of people are gonna are gonna push on. We conceded three goals at Luton, blah. We needed a ninety seventh minute winner. I just think there was a lot of positives out there tonight. Um, the three points being obviously the biggest positive, but I thought there were plenty of others with the goal scorers, with the way we with the way we reacted. Um, so yeah, I just thought it was great. We're we're now five points clear of Liverpool, six points clear of City. They both play tomorrow, so we'll see what we'll see what happens there. But thanks for coming on tonight, mate. And um, thanks, we will get back together towards the end of the week. Um, just to let everyone know, we'll let Justin tell his own story because he's got an absolute doozy for you of why he's not here. But Justin's actually just uh, just arrived in his new home country. But I'm hoping he, we're going to be able to work it out so he can come on at the end of the week as you, well. You might need one episode just for that. Just for, just for the story. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you need to hear the story it, of Justin. I've never heard of anything Justin's like that. I don't trip. know how he does it. No, how there was everything from tragedy to comedy all, yeah. all rolled into all rolled into one what ended up being three-day trip. So um, anyway, all right, mate. Well, thanks Cheers, a lot. Mate. And uh, I will see you later in the week. Cheers. Thanks very much. All right, mate. Good night. Bye, everybody.